If nothing beats a great pair of legs. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And today, we are going to have so much fun, and we are going to learn so much because we are going to be talking about clout. What may you say is clout? Well, it's a good thing that you ask because we are going to have two experts with us. They are the people who wrote the book on clout. Um, right now we have Gina. We will have Terry Brock joining us also. But let me go ahead and give you their bios. So Gina Carr is a marketing strategist who works with thought leaders and CEOs to leverage social media marketing for more profits, influence, and success. A 20-year serial entrepreneur, Gina has an MBA from mm, that little school called Harvard Business School and an engineering degree from Georgia Institute of Technology. Gina is known around the world as the tribe builder. Terry Brock is a globally connected leading a Authority who works with organizations who want to leverage technology and deploy social media tools for more customer engagement, productivity, and increased profitability. A Hall of Fame speaker, Terry regularly delights audiences with entertaining and information-rich presentations, which help solve real-world problems based on his 30-plus years of experience. So, Gina, great. It's nice to have you on. Well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Deb. Great. And I'm going to try and connect with Terry here real quick to get him um, added in. Go ahead, though, while I'm doing that, and tell us what the heck is clout and why do we even care? Okay. Well, clout is a social scoring system, and it takes uh, it gives you a number based on 0 to 100 that helps you understand how you are influential in the mainly in the online world. There is an offline aspect to it, but mainly it measures your ability to move information across the social networks. For example, when you do a post on Facebook or you do a post on Twitter, do people respond to it? Are they listening? Do they click through your links to see what it is that you're talking about? Um, so it's a way to determine how well you're doing. So a gauge for you yourself as well as it's a number that the world can look at uh, because it is a public score. And the world can look at it and say, okay, relative to this person, Gina is more influential or less influential. And it also rates you according to certain topics. So, for example, I'm moderately influential about clout. Uh, and so someone who wanted to target people, like a radio host like yourself, who wanted to find people in the world who are very influential about a certain subject like clout, they could look at clout to determine who those people are. And they also could use that to... What we're seeing is a lot of marketers use this information to get their products and services out into the world to these influencers and to get a lot of social media, what's called earned media mentions in social media. Great. And I see that Terry has joined us. So welcome, Terry. 
Well, thank you. It's great to be here with you. Perfect, perfect. Well, I gave your bio, and we've already gushed about you, so we have jumped right in. Gina was explaining to us what clout is. So to me, I think one of the first questions that I really have is, you know, how does someone know if they have clout? Well, I think most everyone will have clout if they have a Twitter account and specifically have not moved away from there. If you're on social media, you have clout. Now, we're talking about clout with a K, and it's a great way to know how you're doing. It's a measuring stick to let you know, hey, is that post really working or that tweet that I sent out and I retweeted it uh, again, is that really doing anything? And clout is a great way to say, okay, let's measure it objectively how you're mm-hmm. doing. Well, and to me, it's interesting because it is, you know, just uh, it's it's another way for us to uh, determine if we're successful. But, of course, the tricky thing comes in if you don't know that you have a presence there and you do. And then other people have looked at your clout score and it's not very good. So explain to us, you know, what what a good score is, what a really good score is and, you know, what to do to, to build your score up. Well, a good score is going to be somewhere on a 1 to 100 scale. Uh, if you're in the 40s or to 50 range, you're in a good area. You know, that's a nice score. If you're in the 65 or above, you are in the top 5%. And if you hit 80 or above, then what we have seen is you're in an exceptionally good uh, area. And it gets tougher as you get closer. Uh, the more you get, uh, the higher you get, the higher, harder it is to move up a little bit higher. But that's mm-hmm. kind of the way I've seen it. Gina, what, what do you say? Well, yes. Uh, you know, it's it's sort of like, in some ways, a credit score, only right. it's totally public. Everybody can see mm-hmm. what your credit score is. And yes, if you have a Twitter account, you automatically have a, a cloud score. And so if you haven't done what we call connect the networks and really get it so that it can see your Facebook and, and Google Plus and all these different uh, networks, the activity, you're likely to have a, a lower score. And um, low score would be in the 20s or 30s. And, you know, when you get above 50, that says you're doing something and people are listening to you. But a high score for a non-celebrity would be 70s. Uh, it's really hard for a non-celebrity to get in the 80s. But a lot of celebrities, um, you know, actors and athletes will certainly be in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, Gina, what is your score? My score is 78, and Ooh. it's pretty stable. Mm-hmm. Um, I bounce up to 79 every now and then, like after mm-hmm. I've been speaking at a big conference. Or I might go down to 77 if I'm really under heavy workload and not as active on social networks. But mostly I'm a real consistent 78. Okay. So, cool. And if you think about it, you know, your influence does not vary that much day to day. If I'm influential today, my score shouldn't drastically drop tomorrow if I'm not just because I didn't tweet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it averages your score out over 90 days to provide that stability. And there's a little bit of extra emphasis given to what's happened just recently. But overall, it's taking into account your activity for the past 90 days, which Mm -hmm. I I love the way it's balanced and and the way it works that way. Terry, what's your score? My score is a 77, and I should say uh, today, because it's changing every day. <laughs> right. You know, we mm-hmm. find they go up and down, and I think that sometimes we can get so fixed on the score. What is my score mm-hmm. today? Uh, and it can really lead to a distortion. I think the real key is how effective are you at reaching customers? 
That's what clout is right. really mm-hmm. about. It's engaging with people and generating profits. If mm-hmm. you're not generating business and profits, it really doesn't matter what your clout score is. What matters is this is business. And right. are you generating business as a result of that? You know, and, and I've learned so much. Um, Terry and, and Gina, as I mentioned at the start, have written a book, and it's called Clout Matters, How to Engage Customers, Boost Your Digital Influence, and Raise Your Clout score for success. It's a great book. I haven't made it all the way through yet, you know, because I'm, I'm really taking time to, to, to read it in depth. And Thank you. what it emphasizes is the fact that it's not about post, 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 post. It's about building relationships and getting people to comment, to like, and to retweet your information. Absolutely. That's the key. It's about really engaging with people. My uh, book I wrote before independently published was about relationship marketing. I say it's not about the e-commerce, all the electronics. It's -hmm. about the R-commerce, relationships. And clout is really about building solid relationships. And they're on different levels. Some relationships Mm -hmm. are at a level where you just have retweeted someone or you like what they're saying and you uh, retweet them or they might retweet you. And that's one level. All the way up to much deeper levels with people that you've known for a long time in the real world as well mm-hmm. as online, but I see social media as a way to facilitate that and mm-hmm. to make relationships much easier and much better today than it is than it ever has been in history. Mm-hmm. Well, and my clout score is 65, so I'm, I'm very Good. proud of that. Good for you. Uh, and it's, it's funny, I was looking, you know, as, uh, I'm looking at this, and, and as Gina was mentioning, it has a 90-day low and a 90-day high, and I haven't varied by more than three, so, you know, that's that's pretty mm-hmm. good. What was interesting to me is it really didn't change while I was on vacation. And I would have been using social media much less because I was kind of in one of those areas where my cell phone didn't work and I was like out of connecting with the, the world. But, you know, it, I can see where it fluctuates when I have done posts that are more popular. Um, or, mm-hmm. and, and typically my platform is Facebook. So, you know, it, it does show that. And, and, but talk to us about why we need to be on more than one platform to really have, have good scores, you know, or would it be good to just be on one? Well, let's, let's start by taking, uh, you know, stock of what platforms clout is currently counting. Okay. Great. So right now they're counting Facebook and Twitter and they mm-hmm. count those the most. Okay. Because those are very active networks. And so the mm-hmm. algorithm is set to count those the most. It does also count Google Plus, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Instagram, ah. Foursquare, mm-hmm. Clout. What mm-hmm. happens on Clout? People giving you plus K's and such. Mm-hmm. And then it also integrates with the search engine Bing. And mm. depending on how many of your articles that you have, uh, t- it's called tagged, which means mm-hmm. you've told clout and being, yes, these articles are about me, this Gina Carr that does social media marketing and consulting for people as mm-hmm. opposed to another Gina Carr in the world. So I've identified right. that these are me. Um, so the reason to attach all your accounts is that's just the way the cloud algorithm works. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they like it when you attach all of your accounts, even the ones that they're not counting yet, like Tumblr and YouTube and some others. Mm-hmm. They'll be counting those in the future. And so by people attaching their networks right now, it makes it easier for them to experiment with the, with the algorithm and try to figure out what's going to be a good way to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, 
if you, as far as putting emphasis in to the networks to get a good cloud score, I strongly encourage you to put emphasis into Facebook and Twitter. But you want to have a presence on all those networks, even if you say, even if you have a sign in front of, you know, like you put a post on LinkedIn that says, "I don't spend much time here. Come join me on Facebook." It's sort okay. of like an out to lunch sign. Mm-hmm. And and I did fail to mention Wikipedia. Wikipedia ah. is not exactly a social network. Oh yeah, because I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of how you get this component of offline influence. Mm-hmm. If you've been notable in the world, that is, if different magazines uh, or TV stations or radio stations have profiled you and really, you know, uh, talked about what you do for a living or your nonprofit or whatever it is that you do in mm-hmm. the world, then you might be eligible for a Wikipedia page. Wikipedia page adds a lot of points to mm-hmm. your COP score. And right, I've seen it add anywhere. Because it's kind of an unbiased type of, of thing. Yeah, and it's really yeah. an, on, uh, an online credibility builder. And mm-hmm. we've helped launch pages for some people because even if you're notable, it's really hard to figure out how to get a page for mm-hmm for yourself. So we've added that as a service and Mm. I've seen it at points anywhere from five to almost 20 points for Mm -hmm. different people, depending on their score. Mm -hmm. Well, and one of the tips that you had for me that made my score jump, Ooh, probably almost 20 points. I had my Facebook business page and you can only have one Facebook account attached, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So I had my Facebook business page account and it was active but obviously not nearly as active as my personal page. And so Gina suggested that I switch and have my personal Facebook page there. And it did. It made a huge difference, which I thought was very interesting. Oh, yeah. You know, another thing interesting about that, Deb, is I did the opposite. One day I switched mm-hmm. from my personal account over to mm-hmm. business account. And mm-hmm. in one day, my score dropped something like 15 points. Wow. And it was like way down there. And so I thought, oops, let's Ooh, fix it. Switch back. And, switch back. And then switched it back there. And within two days, about 48 hours mm-hmm. or so, it was mm-hmm. back up. And so, yeah, you see, if you're looking at the score, it's like this. And then it goes, falls down mm-hmm. in the basement. Then it came right back up about the same area. Because, again, they're using really some smoothed averages over mm-hmm. 90 days. Right. And I think that's a much better way to determine it. So is that because for, you know, the majority of us, our Facebook business page really isn't as active as our personal page. So it just kind of saw, oh, this is just not as active. I think in many cases, yes, particularly when you're talking about authors, speakers, mm-hmm. coaches, thought leaders, people who are the presence, they are the business. You know, we see the mm-hmm. person, we think of that person, or that's a celebrity, versus, say, a corporate brand. You know, if right. we look at a Coca-Cola, a General Motors, a AT&T, et cetera, those mm-hmm. are brands, it's not one person. And so there's a difference between the Facebook page, the business page, and your profile. And mm-hmm. if you're in, just make sure that you're in the right one for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what types of people should care if they have a clout score, you know, is it a marketing person? Is it a speaker? You know, the person who works at Walmart? I mean, who really should care about what their clout score is? I think it's a, and that's an excellent question. One of the things Gina and I were talking about as we got into is we were way back about a year ago talking about, well, who should care? I mean, does a, a mechanic who's working in a garage and he might be the best mechanic in town, he's the guy you want fixing your car, does he need a clout score? Well, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, does a cardiovascular surgeon need one? Not necessarily, but it can help among those. However, those who are actors, 
those who are speakers and authors, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it will matter because now the major publishers will look at a clout score before they make their decision on whether they're going to accept this author or not and pay them in advance. Meeting planners will decide, should we hire this speaker? And they look at a clout score. And actors mm-hmm. right now are being chosen by their directors and the producers of major mm-hmm. motion pictures. And one of the components is a clout score. It's not wow. the only component, mm-hmm. but it is a component. If you've got actor A, actor B, and actor C, and they're all mm-hmm. good. They've got a good body of work. They've mm-hmm. had some real successes. They've had some disappointments. They're all pretty much the same, real good. One is at a clout score of 20. Another is a clout score of, say, 50. Another mm-hmm. one at a clout score of 85. That could make the deciding difference right. on who's going to do it. Because think about it. It's an influence. They mm-hmm. want someone who's so influential that it'll encourage more people, millions more, mm-hmm. to come into the box office and to pay money to actually see that movie. Right. So clout score matters a great deal for those types of people. Well, and <coughs> excuse me, they're also recognizing that yeah, they have that reach to those people. You know, no mm-hmm. longer is it that you put, you know, Robert Redford on the movie poster and everybody went. It's, right. you know, who Justin Bieber can tweet to that gets people into his concerts. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then that, the, what they say about what's going on as well. Matter of fact, something happened to us. Matter of fact, Deb, I'm going to share this with your listeners. This is not mm-hmm. even in the book. It just happened to us a couple days ago. Ah. Uh, a friend of ours who's in our mastermind group, J.B. Glossinger, was talking to us. Now, he has the number one podcast in the world mm-hmm. on personal development. It's called Morning Coach. And J.B. is a wonderful guy. He and wow. his wife mm-hmm. travel back and forth between Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and down to Bogota, where she's from. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were down there. And as things happened, they had some extra uh, commitments that came up. They couldn't catch their original flight. They had to uh, change their flight, so they were going to come back a few days later. He called the airline, and the airline said, oh, that'll be a, a change of fee, a fee change, and it's going to be $800 extra. Oh. Now, I don't know about you, Deb, but where I grew up out in the country, we call that serious money. Yeah, and- that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And so he said, whoa, 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 that's a lot. But you see, Mm -hmm. just a few days before that, he had been with us. We were in a mastermind meeting, and we were telling him about the importance of perks. Mm -hmm. And this is what clout is really about. Mm -hmm. It's the perks that are there. That's how clout makes their money. And he realized that they target key influencers. So he said, Gina and Terry have been telling me this. He's saying this to himself. Gina and Mm -hmm. Terry have been telling me about Let me try something here. So he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you charge me that, uh, look me up who I am. My name is so-and-so, and and, um, here's my clout score, and here's the number of people I have. Don't take my word for it. Look me up and call me back. Well, Mm -hmm. the airline did. They called him back in about an hour, and they said, oh, oh, Mr. Glossier, uh, we are so glad you're flying with us. Thank you very much. And mm-hmm. we are waiving that fee for <laughs> you, and we're upgrading you and your wife to the front of the plane Wow! because they had the cloud score. So right. think about it. Now mm-hmm. they've got someone who is a big fan who has a high cloud score mm-hmm. saying, this brand is wonderful, mm-hmm. versus somebody with a high cloud score saying, oh, I had a terrible experience with mm-hmm. this brand. Right. Don't fly them again. And and that's exactly what they're looking for is they are looking for him to post on his various social media sites all about that. Um, yes. Now, you know, obviously it's not going to happen every time, but the second that he gushes, you know, we we – Hopefully he is someone you know, you're connected with him because you respect him and his opinion. So yeah. then, if you're having to choose between airline A and airline B, you're thinking, hmm, you know, he had a good result. I'm probably going to go with airline A. Precisely. So you know, 
a marketing person, speaker, people like that. So professionals really who are meeting face to face with people is maybe that a good thing for, for people who are, um, who should be concerned about their clout scores? I think one of the ways to distinguish right now, and this will change over time, is if your market is uh, geographically dispersed, uh-huh. that is, if you are someone who's trying to reach a large uh, global or national audience, mm-hmm. a cloud score is probably more important for you okay. than someone who is a hyper-local, geographically focused business, mm-hmm. a brick and mortar. Right, right now, I can't say that a cloud score really matters for the local sandwich shop owner mm-hmm. or someone who does, um, you know, kids party planning on a very local basis. Mm-hmm. But if you're a kids party planning blogger, who's trying mm-hmm. to reach people all over the world mm-hmm. to tell them uh, this is a great way to do a party and, you know, this is these are the hot things in kids' party items right now. And maybe they sell party items or they put people in touch with services that do parties around the world. Then that's when clout score is going to be more mm-hmm. important. Yes. So how does someone find out someone else's clout score? Do they go to clout.com, and that's with a K, and just type their name into the search field? Is that how that works? Yeah, that's a very simple way to do it. You go there, and if you have a Twitter account, Mm -hmm. then in most cases, it will be there. I say in most cases because you can go and specifically say, no, I do not want to have a cloud score. Uh, Disconnect me from that, which I think would be silly, but uh, some people do that, and that's their Mm -hmm. choice. But also, you can find out some other ways. Gina told me about a really – Gina, should we share this with them today? The ninja trick there. Use it on Chrome. Oh, we love ninja tricks. Just for you and your listeners today, (laughs) there's a ninja trick that Gina told me about. There's a plug again for clout that you can get on Chrome. You have to use ah. Chrome as your browser. Mm-hmm. And then when you go into Twitter, it shows the clout score for each person that you have oh, in wow. your uh, database there. Oh, so cool. you see quickly what their clout score is today. Mm-hmm. I always emphasize mm-hmm. today because right. mm-hmm. it can change. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what you'll see. And it's really nice to know, you know, oh, wow, this person here responded to me. Wow, they got a clout score of 97. Hey, mm-hmm. I better respond mm-hmm. to them right. on that. doesn't mean we don't like people if someone has a clout score of 7 or 0 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's just that that, hey, in the real world, you know, if you're a business, you have to learn like those the casinos do in Las Vegas. You focus on what they call the whales, mm-hmm. those who are spending right. the most money. Mm-hmm. And so those who are most likely to say something about you and it has a real, real resonating effect, those are the people you want to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Well, and but- I really want to emphasize to everybody that if they have a Twitter account, they need to go see what their clout score is because it could be damaging them and they don't even know about it. Yes, that's very true. Uh, it's totally public, and if you have a Twitter account, unless you've done what Terry suggested and made, you know, uh, given clout in very specific instructions to delete your account, mm-hmm. uh, then you're going to have a score. And yes, it's probably going to be rather low in 20s or 30s if you have not uh, right. connected your account yet. Well, and, I, I, you know. There are people who have Twitter accounts. You have obviously Twitter. You can have as many accounts as you want. And so you can have multiple accounts. So you might really have one that is for communicating between your friends and it's something silly and you don't care about it, but it's Mm -hmm. not your name. So it's hard for people to find you. But then the one that is your name or the one that you publicly put out there, you need to check and see what that clout score is. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a very, very good point, Deb. So if you are, uh, I'm picking a hypothetical name here, Sally Smith, and I'm just saying mm-hmm. a hypothetical person. Let's say Sally is a person who speaks and writes and wants to get out. Fine, you can use Sally Smith or an at Sally Smith. I'm, there might be one out there, and if she's listening, well, hello there, Sally. But uh, <laughs> we're not talking about you personally. But uh, but then you also might want to uh, say, I only want to connect with those on my, uh, say, my children's soccer team. And mm-hmm. that might be soccer mom in Outers of Labuvia or right. whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you think, so the one in Outers you really don't care about the cloud. You just that's just for convenience of communication's mm-hmm. sake. Right. And so you're right. Make a clear distinction between those. Okay, cool. And Gina, you were saying I, I interrupted you. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. I just wanted to uh, go back to the example that Terry used about the whales walking into a casino at um in Vegas and, mm-hmm. and explain how we see the future coming about with clout being more geographically targeted and, ah. th- and helpful to local businesses mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point in the near future, there will be a, a system set up such that, um, I could walk into that casino and because I'm a high, I have a high clout score, I may not be a whale in terms of the money that I gamble, mm-hmm. but I have a high clout score, so I'm influential. And my phone may give me a signal that says, oh, welcome, Miss Influential Person. You mm-hmm. get a special drink today at the bar Ooh. if you want one. Mm-hmm. Or you get an upgrade on a suite if you choose mm-hmm. to stay here. You get right. an upgrade to a, a, a nicer hotel room. Mm-hmm. This This issue of nicer hotel rooms, does already work. It just mm-hmm. works in some hotels when you're doing reservations online or in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get that geo-targeted uh, factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, if I walk in and um, the systems are set up, it'll ping the general manager or someone in customer service to say, "Oh, Miss Carr has just entered the hotel, mm-hmm. just entered your casino. You need to mm-hmm. do da da da. Go see her." And so uh, that's going to be a really cool thing when that does exist. Yeah, cool. Deb, something, if I can jump in there, uh, what mm-hmm. Gina's saying is so important. This is, as we like to say, cl- what clout is about. See, the mm-hmm. way clout gets its money is from the perks. And okay. they work with our, one, for instance, an example of a very a famous campaign they did was with Chevy Volt. Right. Where mm-hmm. Chevy wanted to reach people who were very influential in cars and in care for the environment. Mm-hmm. And so they found through clout people that were interested in those that were blogging and doing a lot of Facebook posts and Twitter about those areas and had a high clout score. Mm-hmm. And then they offered them free a weekend use of a Chevy Volt, a wow. long weekend use. Now here, no mm-hmm. charge. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you don't have to write anything about it. And if you want to write something negative, you're, that's your choice. Right. We would, mm-hmm. of course, appreciate something nice. But here you go. Here are the keys. Mm-hmm. Have a nice long weekend and enjoy our Chevy Volt. Well, mm-hmm. think about it. That is good money for Chevy right. because now mm-hmm. instead of using the old spray and pray method mm-hmm. where they're just broadcasting out hoping that maybe somebody will hear it that likes it, now they go directly to the people who are highly influential and we know they are because of the quantifiable numbers that mm-hmm. we've got, that they're reaching this many people, etc. And now right. these people are writing, hey, I tried a Chevy Volt last weekend and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. People are now more inclined to say, I'll go over and use this. I'm going to uh, use their service. American Airlines did the same thing recently mm-hmm. where they said, if you have a clout score of 55 or higher, you get a free day in our prestigious Admirals Club Lounge. And Ooh, you don't nice. even have to fly American Airlines. Mm-hmm. Whoever you're flying, you just register with us. And by the way, we will know what your score is. They can check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to get in unless you do have that cloud score of 55 or higher. We're going to see more and more of that because right now, advertising dollars are tight. 
Budgets mm-hmm. are tight with corporations. They want to spend it where they're going to get the maximum return. And so you can see the benefit here on both sides. For the mm-hmm. businesses using clout, they're going to be able to work with them, develop perk programs that are each customized, and people that are very influential, hey, you're going to get this extra upgrade. Right now, a mm-hmm. big thing is you're getting a chance to see premier Hollywood movies before they're available to the public, nice. like Gravity. Was mm-hmm. just recently I opened it up for certain key people with a clout score of certain number or higher. That's mm-hmm. good for the movie mm-hmm. because now these people say, "Hey, I just saw such and such movie and it was good, or I didn't mm-hmm. like it, or whatever." Really good for them. Good for the theaters. Everybody wins all the way around. Right. And not only are they influencers, they're probably connected with like-minded people. So you know they're the they're connected with the people who like sci-fi, or they're connected with the environmental people. You know, it, it, and so it really does make sense then to to have those people as the the people who are who are promoting their products and services. Yes, you know, this is the natural evolution of, of marketing, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, taking the ability of word of mouth and tying it to the power of the internet and the digital age. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you think about how influence marketing has evolved over time, uh, you know, back in Roman times, the street crier would stand on the, you know, on the steps and read out the news of the day and, and literally they would they would often be promoted by some local merchant. Right. You know, mm-hmm. today's news is brought to you by Roman Grains. Mm-hmm. Caesar mm-hmm. loves Roman Grains, and you will too. That sort of thing. So that's you know the <laughs> very beginning. Isn't of she influence. brilliant? <laughs> she is. <laughs> the very beginning of influence marketing, mm-hmm. and then over the past many years, we've seen it go to the celebrities, and so people have hired. You know, let's just. Give a couple Tiger Woods and Lance Armstrong that mm-hmm. maybe those businesses wish they had not hired. Uh, their, to influence their, <laughs> their influence dropped. Their influence dropped and, mm-hmm. and provided some embarrassment for the companies. But yeah. now, as Terry said, instead of spray and pray, if mm-hmm. you could target with a rifle shot people who are likely to be interested in your product and service and, uh, and have that ability to influence others who are also interested in in it, like the mommy bloggers of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, when a mommy blogger says, this is the best car seat for your child, you can bet that there's Mm -hmm. going to be a spike in sales and Mm -hmm. that that's going to be uh, a real coup for that company that got that company, that person to say that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it, it is, you know, as, as Terry mentioned, it's unbiased. You know, the person might say, Ooh, I didn't like this. And, then it gives that company an opportunity to fix it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that's what happens if somebody posts something negative about you online. Well, you know, fix it. Don't ignore it. But, you know, the fact that I know that, you know, they they got the car for free or they just got the movie tickets and they were told, you know, whatever you want to say, say it. That lends more credibility to it than the advertising. You know, I'm an old PR person. And so, you know, there was there's always a big difference between an ad and public relations, because the public relations seems much more unbiased than this ad that says, you know, we have 50% more and blah, 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 blah. You're like, yeah, right. They paid for that. The second it <laughs> yeah. seems like it's unbiased, you believe it so much more. 
Yeah, that's a very good point, Deb. The advantages of PR over advertising we've seen for years, and they're very, mm-hmm. very important. And in a way, this also is accentuated now because they're not under pressure that you have to say something nice. Mm-hmm. If you want to say something negative, you can. And also, right. you don't have to say anything at all. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. You get the Chevy Volt as an example for a whole long weekend, and you don't have to say anything. Although, mm-hmm. yes, we as human beings understand, okay, yeah. it's mm-hmm. costing the company something to let mm-hmm. you use mm-hmm. a Chevy Volt for a weekend. There's the liabilities, the wear and tear, etc. And if someone is an enthusiast about cars, and they're really enthusiastic about the environment, they're probably going to say something about their experience. So mm-hmm. I think it's a really good way to advertise. It's a good way to get messages out, and everybody wins all the way around. Cool. Well, we are at the bottom of the hour already, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about, first of all, if you have a lower score, what you can do to improve it. And then let's really talk a little bit more about network by network and what we can do there. So I am Deb Creer, and I am with Terry Brock and Gina Carr. We're talking clout, and we'll be back in just a couple of moments. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. More stimulating talk radio. MileHighRadio.com Parenting is a rewarding experience that comes with challenges. Every parent experiences moments when they are overwhelmed or frustrated. Families First wants you to know you are not alone. Colorado parents can call 1-800-CHILDREN for answers, resources, and support. This free confidential support line can be the difference between struggling alone and finding the support you need to strengthen your family. Call 1-800-CHILDREN or visit www.familiesfirstcolorado.org. If your mom or loved one lives alone, one call to LifeWatch can end your worries for their safety. We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you call us right now, we'll send you absolutely free an information-packed report on the nine most important things you need to know to make sure your parents are safe when living alone. It's completely free. Call us right now. 800-515-6927. Put your mind at ease with LifeWatch. Dial 800-515-6927. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And we are back. I am Deb Creer, and I'm with Terry Brock and Gina Carr, and we're talking all about clout and why clout matters to people and what their score is. You know, you really need to be finding these things out because it does matter. And if you have a score and you don't know what it is, you need to check that out. So before we go any further, first, Gina, tell people how they can connect with you. Well, the best way to connect with me is my website, ginacar.com, G-I-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. And there's a contact, uh, lots of ways to contact me there. Make it, makes it real simple. And, uh, certainly the book website, cloutmatters.com. Uh, and you can, what I love there is it, we give people an option to join our Facebook group. And we have a great Facebook group that talks about clout all the time. And uh, so there's there's a link on cloutmatters.com for the Facebook group. Great, great. And Terry, how do people find you? 
Well, they can find me in a number of different ways. The best is over at terrybrock.com. That's T-E-R-R-Y. And Brock is spelled the right way, B-R-O-C-K. <laughs> so mm-hmm. terrybrock.com, and mm-hmm. they could drop me a note there. And, of course, we've got our uh, website for the book, Clout Matters. That's Clout with a K, K-L-O-U-T-M-A-T-T-E-R-S.com. And we've just packed a bunch of learning goodies in there. If someone likes to learn and they want to get some practical tips on how to do it, bounce over there. They'll see a lot of other interaction from others, as well as a really nice uh, video that we had with Joe Fernandez, the CEO of Clown, the co-founder mm-hmm. of Cloud, mm-hmm. telling us some real powerful inside tricks on what to do, Great. how to use it, and what it's all about. Cool. Nice, nice. Yo, and, and your book can be found um, through Amazon. And, and now, is it at some of the major retailers already? Yes, we've seen it uh, other places, at uh, Barnes & Noble here and there, and at uh, fine retailers around the planet. <laughs> Perfect. And, and, we, and we love it if you... Uh, get the book at the Barnes and Noble or wherever, or even in the mail, and you take a picture with yourself and pop mm-hmm. it up on our Facebook wall. Uh, that's great. We'll share it with others. Well, and I have the digital version, so I will have to, you know, it's on my iPad, so I can still do that. I can show the cover. That's right. You can Wonderful. hold your iPad up there and get a picture right. of you with that, you know, on the other computer. Right. It's kind of neat, and it looks even more geeky that way, which is a good I know, thing. you know, and, and I'm about as geeky as they come. I um, love it. See, that's why we like you. Right, and that's why this whole clout thing intrigues me, because it's it's totally unbiased, you know. Now, you can do things, though, as we had had started to talk about, to raise your score, which you should. You know, if you go in and you've got a score of, oh, 30, 20, oi. So, you know, I, I actually was reading, it was this great uh, blog called Women Entrepreneur Secrets, and they interviewed Gina. And, Gina, you talked about your ABC philosophy to um, help raise your clout score in a good way without, you know, just trying to fake it and, and do things. So what is the ABC system? Well, thank thank you for asking. Well, you know, I like to make it simple for people. So A means always be engaging. Mm-hmm. B means be consistent. And C means connect. So let's go back. A, always be engaging. You want to do posts in the social media where you're asking questions, simple questions that people can answer pretty easily. A or B, red or black, you know, what is it that they like? Don't ask some thought-provoking, you know, what are the problems with the United States Constitution today? You know, that's kind of – people aren't on social media to uh, engage in that way. And but you they did might things say, you didn't want. <laughs> yeah, you might say instead um, – do you think that our do you think our founding fathers would like the way the constitution's being used today or not mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. kind of a simple yes or no that people might you know answer so uh that's always be engaging be consistent and i mean this in terms of frequency as well as your online delivery so frequency you're going to get a better clout score and you're going to have literally more online influence if you are active in the social networks or at least your social network of choice daily you know mm-hmm. just a few minutes a day is better than saving it all up for sunday afternoon when you spend 3 right. hours that's not as effective. Uh, out of sight, out of mind is definitely true mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. as well as your what your you know your online reputation, what you're projecting. If you're consistently trying to put forth an image of professionalism and positiveness, but then one day you rail against the waitress in the local restaurant, mm-hmm. um, that's not a consistent image, and it's going to hurt you. 
And then finally, this point about connect. Connect with people, uh, connect all your networks on clout. Even if you're not active on those, it's better to connect them than not. It doesn't hurt you. And then connect with other people. And one of the best ways to connect with other people is using hashtags. Mm-hmm. Hashtags essentially creates a, in all the different networks, creates a virtual clubhouse where mm-hmm. all the people are talking about that same topic at once. And if you plug into a hashtag, you can, you know, it helps you in sales of your product or service. It will, as well, you can talk about the latest thing that you're really excited about. Like last year with the elections uh, going on in 2012, people were really chatting about that. And it was interesting to see how this virtual clubhouse got created. Mm -hmm. And we could talk about that through the use of the same hashtag. Mm -hmm. Cool. You know, and, and it really is about just really having that good professional online presence. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting when I see people who post things where, you know, it's, it's questionable what they post, you know, the, the whole government shutdown thing. Oh, holy cow. Um, you know, oh, people yeah. posted things there that the funny thing is it may have raised their clout scores because people were talking about it, but from a professional standpoint might not have exactly been the thing you wanted to do. Yeah, you raise a very good point. It's like uh, not the focus is again is not raising your cloud score. The mm-hmm. focus is on cultivating the kind of business relationships that you want. Now, mm-hmm. if you're a uh, a shock jock and you want to shock people so that they'll listen to your radio show or they're going to uh, see you on a TV channel or something, and they and you want people uh, not liking you, that is a strategy some employ. Okay, mm-hmm. then I can see that. But uh, for most of us, we don't want that. What we want is to consistently provide help to others. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the most important parts of social media. And we realize that it is social media. It's not right. spam mm-hmm. media. It's not mm-hmm. selling media. It's about getting to know people as human beings. And mm-hmm. that's where as we do that and we connect with people and build those relationships, there's that word again, the relationships, we know that we'll be able to do well in business. And oh, by the way, your cloud score will go up then. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about each platform or not, you know, we probably can't get to all of them, but it's interesting when you go to, to your own personal clout dashboard, you can break it down by what the activity is for each one of the, the things that you have listed. So poor Google Plus for me is just 2%. And then LinkedIn is 12%. And the funny thing is I would have thought my LinkedIn would have been higher. Twitter is 16% and Facebook is a whopping 69%. I mean, obviously I mm. spend a lot of time there, but you mm. know, it, if you want to raise your scores on, say, Facebook, Terry, what would you do there? Well, in Facebook, what you want to do is, first of all, start with what you want to accomplish. Begin with the end in mind, as Stephen Covey mm-hmm. told us. You look at what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? What uh, groups do I want to play in? And so what kind of uh, areas are they most interested in right now? And create posts around that. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, I'm in the uh, professional speaking community. is one of the communities, the tribes where I live and mm-hmm. work. And so they're always interested in what can we do to connect with meeting planners more? What can we mm-hmm. do to connect with speakers' bureaus? What about ah. when you're speaking? What do you do in this area, in that area? So as you can put out posts, for instance, one area that you can do is curation. 
where mm-hmm. you can say, here's a great article I read over in uh, uh, Forbes magazine about such and such, or here in Harvard Business Review, or over here in Huffington Post, and mm-hmm. you're letting people see that, that relate directly to the areas they're of interest, then they're going to go, ah, we like that. We know that uh, Terry is a good source for information. Mm-hmm. That's one area. Another that gets a lot of juice we have found, here's kind of an inside trick, is using pictures. And by ah. pictures of people particularly, mm-hmm pictures of people or of famous places that you are and mm-hmm. you're doing this on a consistent basis. Some might mm-hmm. say, well, you're gaming the system. No, I don't think you're gaming the system any more than I always like to think of an- analogies that would be from an analog era. Right. Say you were running a retail store in the 1960s and you have a weekend where you're saying, hey, we're going to have the clowns here and the balloons and free hot dogs for all the kids and cotton candy. Come on by and see the, uh, let's say, the furniture that we have. Mm-hmm. Are you gaming the system? Well, no, you, but you want to get no. people to come. So you're doing something to do mm-hmm. that. Now, you've, you can't do that every weekend. And so you want to make sure that you're doing something consistently mm-hmm. as well. And that's where in the book we detail a lot of systematic uh, procedures that really successful people are using. Right. What they're doing to go through using checklists, how to do what certain uh, items, and how to avoid others that really help you to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know the studies have shown that on Facebook – Pictures just get more interest because you know, mm-hmm. it, it captures your attention. So if it's a picture that pertains to what you're saying, I see absolutely nothing wrong with using pictures. Yeah, absolutely. I think the pictures are going to be very important. As a matter of fact, one of the things that uh, uh, hit me is I'm seeing the evidence of it. Pictures are stronger than even video. In most mm-hmm. cases, video I love. I do a lot of video and put it together, all that, and I find there's a real place for it. But to just get an initial um, boost, people like mm-hmm. it and see it, get lots of pictures. And Gina's helped me on this. She's always mm-hmm. taking pictures of things. At first, I have to admit, I was going, taking too many pictures. And now I realize, <laughs> wait a minute, this is important, not just for cloud, but you're recording life. You're recording Mm -hmm. that moment so that you can always look back and go, oh, yeah, remember that three years ago we had dinner with so-and-so? And And that can be a very precious memory that you have. Mm -hmm. And so creating pictures and using it a lot, I think it's a great idea. And I have to thank Gina for helping me on that. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, let's talk about the big dog, which is really kind of where clout started, and that's Twitter. So, Gina, what do we need to do on Twitter to, to improve our presence there, aside from just posting more? You know, What do we need to really be doing on Twitter? Well, on Twitter, one of the things that you can do is to post some of those uh, easy questions, A, B. You can actually, uh, there's actually statistics that say that if you add please RT mm-hmm. uh, at the end of a tweet that's particularly pithy, that mm-hmm. you will get more retweets with that. Some people just say, oh, you know, what the heck, let's do a quick mm-hmm. retweet. You know, Gina wants right. that and she's mm-hmm. asking her friends, so just do a retweet. One of the ways that I found most effective at increasing my score on Twitter is to participate in tweet chats. Mm. Now, if you just do a Google search of uh, schedule of tweet chats, you should come across this gigantic document that has all these different tweet chats listed and you know the one one that I like to participate in a lot and I'm actually one of the co-hosts of it is called NSA chat and it's ah, for the mm-hmm. speaker members of National Speakers right. Association mm-hmm. so I'll participate in that usually once a week mm-hmm. and um when I know the topic that's going to be presented, I think in advance about you know what's something funny I could say about this mm-hmm. and I want it to be funny and short so right. that it can be retweetable. Mm-hmm. 
So I try to keep my tweets 120 characters or less, Mm -hmm. including any hashtags that I would add, including any links that I would add. Mm -hmm. And um, especially if I'm doing some sort of a a quote, a famous quote from someone, I'm going to add that hashtag quotes. And Mm -hmm. that helps to get me into the Twitter stream and to that virtual clubhouse I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier where people who are looking for good quotes. Uh, The NSA right now within that National Speakers Association will use the hashtag NSA chat and NSA 13. And Mm -hmm. there again, all the people who are in that community, although they may not be watching the chat at that time, they may see it in a column or a search that they're following on Hootsuite Mm -hmm. or something like that. So they'll say, oh, okay, Gina's talking about this. And so yeah, I'll retweet that or I'll answer that question that she posed and oh wasn't that a funny thing? Let's mm-hmm. let's post that. So that's what I try to try to do. And it helps. Well and a lot. it's also a great way to build connections because you know, they see you there. They might have been there for some other reason and they go, Ooh, I need to follow Gina. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I love it when we do um hashtags at conferences. That's how I connect with so many other people at conferences is I go and I look at those hashtags and then I'll just sit there and ping, 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 go through the list and connect with people. Exactly. You know, it's so funny when you're in uh, meetings and and I first noticed this a a couple of years ago, people would have tweet chat or twubs.com and the hashtag Mm -hmm. for the event pulled up and you're looking around the room. It's like, okay, where's the woman with the brown hair? (laughs) 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 Right. Yeah, and so and so it really does help to create that sense of community and then you you know that person so much better because rather than just you're going to talk to them during the coffee break and you you'll get to know them on a real on a certain level, but if before that coffee break you've been able to ping over to their to their Twitter page and mm-hmm. you see, oh, you know, Deb really likes dogs and Deb's an expert in social from. media and, or yeah. she has a podcast. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really cool. She li- used to live in Denver. I mm-hmm. see all these things and this whole layers of information about the person become mm-hmm. more clear to me instantly and I have a whole lot more that I could talk to you about. Right. Now, I don't use Instagram, so tell me why I should use Instagram and and what I need to to do um, with it pertaining to clout. Yes, I've only started using Instagram fairly recently, and that is because clout has uh, said that this is really important for your score. And so uh, when clout says something, I listened. And um, here's what I have learned. Number one, it makes editing, really quick, easy editing of my photos very easy. I can mm. do a very simple crop. So mm-hmm. I can get in on those faces that I like to show mm-hmm. so much in my photos. I think people are really interested in the in the faces. So I crop right in on that. I can easily add uh, more light. So if the flash didn't work, I can sort of add a light. Okay. Um, I can do a number of things that are really simple, mm-hmm. and with with just one you know um one service and one press of the share i can share to facebook twitter right link, mm-hmm. uh foursquare i can share mm-hmm. to all these places at once and get it out there rather than go in and share to facebook and then go back and share to twitter and and do the other things that the other apps enabled me mm-hmm. to do so easy editing easy sharing and if you use a hashtag you're going to talk to a lot of people that don't even know that you're interested in blue widgets today, mm-hmm. but they find right. you because you're talking about the blue widgets. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now let's talk about the, the the site that's the professional site. So LinkedIn, you know, why, how does LinkedIn even be a part of clout? You know, and, and again, what do we need to do on LinkedIn to raise our clout score? Well, Carrie, LinkedIn you want to take this a- one? 
Yeah, LinkedIn has a lot of capabilities. It is the site that is unabashedly about business. You're mm-hmm. not going to put pictures of dogs and cats out there. That's not right. the place for it. Mm-hmm. Think of it like the country club. And so working with LinkedIn is good. Now, it doesn't have as many members as you have on Facebook, of course. Mm-hmm. But the people that are there can really get you more business. And it's one of the areas for me personally, I haven't worked as much with it. I do some, but I want to do a lot more. Uh, we've been uh, very busy putting together the book, writing it, and then now working with the marketing and the science of it. But for me, spending time on and learning more about LinkedIn is something that's going to be very important. I see mm-hmm. that it has a lot of good juice that can give you information. And I like one of the things they do in LinkedIn is the endorsements that people right. talk about. This mm-hmm. can help. Some people have said, well, what is that? Why can I endorse them? And we have to realize that endorsement today means something that it, then it uh, didn't mean a few mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. say back in the 1920s. And I look at it again with an analog analogy. Let's suppose you walk into a restaurant that's very crowded and way across the view there, you see someone you know, they see you and you wave at each other. That's nice. It wouldn't be appropriate in that case you're with someone, they're with someone, but you're going to get up and walk over right now, but you've mm-hmm. at least waved. That's right. what an endorsement is like in LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You're saying, yeah, I know this person. I know her. She's really good in this area. I'm going to give her a, an endorsement. It doesn't mean you're staking your reputation on her. She is great and you've studied everything about her in this area. No, that's not it. it it's in a way kind of like in Facebook when you call someone a friend. Mm-hmm. Friend meant a whole different thing years ago. And I think there's different levels of friendship. You can have a casual friendship with someone you just met and you hit it off and you seem like, wow, we've known each other for years and we just met. That's a mm-hmm. good thing. And also we have relationships and friendships that are much deeper. And I think with LinkedIn, that's very important to be able to work with them. And that ties into clout because as more and more people are recognizing you, they're seeing your profile, they're recognizing that and interacting with you, that will help your clout score working with LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Let, let me add to that quickly <clears throat> that recommendations do add a lot to your clout score also. Yes, so of one yep. of the things that you just want to get uh, into your automatic responses when someone says, oh, Deb, I really like your radio show and thank you for interviewing me. We had a really great experience. Say, well, thank you, Gina. I really appreciate that. Would you mind giving me a recommendation on LinkedIn? <laughs> you know, it may be a little bit mm-hmm. more detailed than that, right. but you mm-hmm. want that automatic response because that's where the world sees that you have um, done something good and that people uh, like what you did on a mm-hmm. professional basis. And then those do feed in heavily to your LinkedIn score on clout. Yeah, that's very important. I think the key is we want to, whatever time period we're living in, you want to find out where do your customers and potential customers hang out. Mm -hmm. If you are in a town and it's 1820 and you know that most of your prospects in town hang out at uh, Joe's Saloon on 4th and Main every Thursday night, that's where you need to be. You want to be where your prospects Mm -hmm. are. And today they're on LinkedIn, they're on social media. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've talked about the fact that it's very important for people who, you know, are professional speakers, who are authors, who are marketing people, salespeople probably, you know, people like that. It's good for them to be on clout. What about somebody who's looking for a job? You know, is clout, you know, and and I realize that, you know, you apply for a job and one of the very first things that somebody does anymore is they Google you. Are they looking also at your clout scores? Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, interesting you'd mentioned that. Deb. One of the famous uh, pieces that came out in Wired Magazine was on a certain person who was interviewing for a job at a marketing firm. And mm-hmm. he was very qualified, had a lot of credentials, and things are going well. He's gone through a few interviews. And then at the very end, they're asking him, they go, oh, by the way, what's your clout score? And he said, I don't know. What's a clout score? 
And they said, Ooh. oh, and he was applying mm-hmm. for a marketing position. So what they did is they looked it up and they saw his cloud score was a 34. The person mm-hmm. that was hired had a cloud score of 68. Mm-hmm. And so this is a very important. Now, that person, by the way, is Sam Fiorella. And he, I right. consider him mm-hmm. a friend. I read his book. Mm-hmm. He and mm-hmm. Danny Brown wrote an excellent book called uh, Influence Marketing. And mm-hmm. uh, they have been able to uh, look at what really matters. And I have to agree with them that what matters is not so much a score, although it's important, I think. Mm-hmm. It is how you're doing in business and how you're serving customers. But I think today, if you're in a marketing role and you're getting ready to go somewhere, I would polish up the clout score. Make Mm -hmm. sure that is something that people will look at and you know what it is. You know where you are currently today before you walk in for that interview. Mm -hmm. Well, and also it shows that you're current with social media, you know, because that is, you know, all social media is such an important marketing tool. You know, mm, they're not going to interview you if you aren't familiar with Facebook or, you know, your your LinkedIn profile isn't all that good. So it just kind of ties all of that together into one neat little package and hopefully gets you in the door. You know, I tell people a lot of times your online review is your first interview, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people fail it and never even get the real face to face interview. Yeah, I like the way you say that. Our friend uh, Jeffrey Gittimer, who uh, also endorsed our book, uh, has written a lot about sales. And he said today that social media is the new cold calling. Mm -hmm. When you go out and you make a cold call, you better not walk in and go, well, tell me about your business. Uh, What do you do? Who are your competitors? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-uh. You're in a real official capacity. You're not going to do it. You can want to walk in and say, I understand you're doing this. And we studied you here. We did the Google searches on this. Walk in letting them know you've done your homework. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, we've got five minutes left, <clears throat> so I would like each of you to give me or, and our listeners your best ninja tricks for how to really be on clout and be successful. So flip a coin. Gina, you're starting. <laughs> okay. So ninja tricks. Um, be consistent. Use hashtags. Uh, clout is very much a gauge. I, I, I want to emphasize this emphasize this point because I think this is one of the areas where clout is, you know, most misunderstood and just people don't appreciate it for the gauge that it is. Mm -hmm. For example, you know, I try to eat right and I exercise almost every day. Still, my bathroom scales may go up instead of down, even Mm -hmm. though I feel like I'm doing the right activity. Mm -hmm. Similarly, a clout score is going to let you know, yeah, were those posts effective or not? Are you, is your score going up? Or is it going down? And I and, mm-hmm. and I jokingly say it's a great day when my bathroom scale goes down and my cloud score goes up. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Terry, what what are your tips? Well, I think one of the most important things is to start with research. Research, mm-hmm. and this is my journalist background coming in, to go out and do what others aren't doing. Uh, find out about a topic that is really hot and pick up the phone. Remember those things? You'd make phone calls to people, like right. real life people, and you'd talk to them and do some research that way. Talk to the person, record it with their permission, mm-hmm. and, you know, can I interview you about this? And then talk about that within the posts that you're saying that are relevant to your community, to your target market, to the people who can pay you money. Give them some information that's really vital. If you're in the widget industry and you know that there's a bill before Congress about uh, oogie woogies, well, find out who's an expert on oogie woogies, call up that person, talk to him or her, and then Mm -hmm. write up something about it and then send it out to the widget industry. Hey, are you concerned about oogie woogies? Well, I am too. And matter of fact, I called up Dr. Sally Smith, who does these things that I interviewed her. You've got a free uh, interview. You can see that 
over here at my website. So now what you've done is you've created some powerful, relevant content for others, Mm -hmm. and people look at you as the go-to person for that subject. So if you want to do that, you can do it. And that Dr. Sally Smith would be the same one we've heard to before, would be able to uh, benefit as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, good old Sally. She's she's getting a lot of plugs. We love her. And if there is a Sally yep. Smith listening, hello there, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sally. Yes, you indeed. Know, I think one of the things that, that you mentioned that I want to emphasize again to people is the fact that it's okay to ask people to share and to retweet. You know, it, now don't beg people, you know, please share this information with your network. <laughs> but it's yeah. funny, people seem to think they need permission to share that information. So it's perfectly fine to say, you know, please RT, please share, and, and you'll see that go up. Yeah, exactly. You see a lot of that PLS space RT. Please mm-hmm. retweet. And that's right. perfectly fine. And we all understand. And if it is good and we like it, hey, it'll help mm-hmm. my uh, followers because they'll say, hey, Terry's giving us good information. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, again, you know, we want people to know that you have this fabulous book out there. It's called Clout Matters, How to Engage Customers, Boost Your Digital Influence, and Raise Your Clout Score for Success. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, But one last time, Gina, tell us how people connect with you. Well, a great way I've been talking about hashtags is to use the hashtag clout matters. I'm always looking for that. And that's where I I do look for people to connect with on Twitter that are talking about this. And Mm -hmm. uh, so that's a a great way as well. I host uh, almost every week a webinar over at socialbuzztraining.com and it's part of Social Buzz Club. We learn about how to use the different social networks better. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would love for people to go to socialbuzztraining.com, sign up for one of the free webinars that we give each week. And that's a terrific way to connect with me and uh, learn more about social media and things that you can do that improve your cloud score and your influence and your bottom line. Great. And of course, ginacar.com with two R's is pretty easy for people to remember so they can connect with you there. Yes. Great. Terry, how do we find you? Again, the uh, best way would be over at cloutmatters.com. You'll find information there and over at my website, terrybrock.com, T-E-R-R-Y-B-R-O-C-K.com. And you'll find a host of uh, ideas, videos, audio, and just all kinds of fun and uh, nonsense making going on over there to help make money. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, thank you both. You know, I, I certainly learned a lot and I've, I know I need to go in and tweak some things and, you know, make some changes on my clout score. And then I need to start telling people what my cloud score is. You know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to toot my own horn. So again, thank you so much to everyone. Um, you know, thank you for listening and we will be back next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you, Deb. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.